0: Today was one of those days where I woke up, I checked the market, and I wanted to just go back to bed. That was my reaction after seeing the market this morning. It started off bad. We had ourselves in the red right from the get-go, and then it only got worse throughout the day. We ended up with the Dow Jones down 3.12%. That's the Dow Jones. These are the old boomer stocks. These are the ones that are supposed to stay pretty flat and not be volatile, and they're trading down 3% in a day. We have the S&P 500 down 3.56%. So even the oil trade and the consumer defensives aren't holding up today. And then we have the NASDAQ, which is basically trading like penny stocks, even though this index contains the most profitable, most powerful companies in the world, and it's down 5% today, 4.99 to be exact. This was one of the worst days in the market in my recent memory. In fact, I have to go back to 2020 during the pandemic to recall a day that was worse than this. Now, if we look at my portfolio, we're down to $28,000 in gains. Around half of that is from dividends. So we're getting close to entering back into the red. In fact, if we have more days like today, where the entire market just sells off left, right, and center, I'll be entering back into the red. Now, if we look at the one day performance here, let's go ahead and check this out we're down 4.25% and we're down $14,800. $14,800 in a day. That's a lot of money. For me, that's a that's a ton of money to see vanish in one day's time. If we look at this on a breakdown of my portfolio, the tech category, which is Apple and Microsoft is down 5%. Apple's down 5.57%. You don't see that that often. Even Microsoft is down 4.36%. And the rest of big tech is down more than Microsoft. So Google and Facebook are down even more. The consumer category is down 4.53%. We just have everything across the board. Costco, Disney, Home Depot, Nike, Target, all down. The one that did the best was Target. Why did this one do the best? We don't really know. In the core category, SCHD held up the best. SCHG, the growth companies traded down the most. And BST traded down in between. The restaurants didn't really fare any better. They're all down in the red. Even Vici was down a bit. I guess it held up okay, but this one still traded down. And I guess the financials did okay. JP Morgan traded down slightly less than the rest of the market. But that's it. That's a look at today's trading action in my portfolio. Literally every single stock I own was in the red and in the red by over 2%. See, the big problem with days like today isn't just a single isolated day of a sell-off. Even though this is a pretty intense sell-off going down 4% or 5% or 3% in a single day is pretty intense, I think most of us, most of us have the mental fortitude and the chops to be able to handle one isolated day of a large sell-off. We've been used to this. We've seen a lot of volatility over the past couple of years, but this is especially difficult to handle this type of sell-off with almost every single company in the market after seven months of continual capitulation, pessimism, and overall a bearish market. Since November, the QQQ has had a lot of volatility like normal, and that's fine. Most of us are used to these jarring ups and downs. The problem is we see days where it sells down a lot, and then we get a ray of hope, and it spikes back up, and it seems like we might have a shot here. We might enter back into a bull market. Then the market sells down another 10 or 15%. Then we have a ray of hope. It goes back up 7%, followed quickly by a sell-off. We have the ups and downs of the market, but mostly, mostly the stock market's going down. And even after having these nice little rallies like we did mid-March of 16%, we quickly have the following sell-off over and over and over again and this is very mentally difficult to deal with, having seven months of a continual sell-off. So having said that, I wanna share a story with you. This is the story of your pesky neighbor that wants your home. That's right. And this story, I think, is highly applicable to the market that we're in. So this is about a neighbor that wants your home because you have a nice home, you live in a nice neighborhood, your home is like a 4,000-square-foot home with a big front yard and backyard, it has a beautiful view, and it's on one of the nicest lots in the neighborhood. Well, you have a neighbor that really does want to upgrade his home. He lives down the street. It's not on as nice of a a lot as yours, and his home is a little bit smaller. So he wants to buy your home from you and upgrade his home. And what he does is last November, 2021, he comes to you and says, hey, I really like your house. I know that you probably like it as well. So I'm going to give you a really good offer for it. This is probably more than your home is actually worth. And he offers you $750,000 for your home. That's a pretty dang good offer because your home, according to Zillow and according to most realtors, is worth around $700,000. So he's offering you around $50,000 for your home. You think about this, you talk with your spouse and you say, you know what, this neighbor wants our home. He's willing to pay a little bit extra, uh, but I don't want to move. I really like our home. I really like the view. I really like the the neighborhood and the lot that we're in. And I think we're lucky to be in it. So you refuse his offer and the neighbor goes back home. He's disappointed. And then to your surprise, just a month later, this neighbor comes back and he offers you $700,000 for your home. And you're taken aback by it a little bit. You're thinking, why would I accept his offer now when it's $50,000 less than what he offered me just a month ago? So obviously, without a doubt, you reject his offer. Now, the months go on. We get into February of 2022 and you think that your neighbor's done bothering you, but he comes back again and says, hey, I'll buy your home, but this time I'm going to pay $600,000. That is the bid for your home. That's what I want to pay for it. And now you're almost bothered by your neighbor. You're hoping that he'll go away and stop giving you offers for your home. You tell him that it's insulting that in November he was offering $750,000 for your home. Now he's only offering $600,000, right? Why on earth would you sell your home for $150,000 less than what it was just a few months ago. So you tell your neighbor to take a hike and not to come back to your house, to stop giving you offers, but your neighbor's very persistent. He doesn't leave you alone. And come March of 2022, he leaves a note right on your door saying, the offer for your home is now $500,000. Now obviously this is bizarre, it's somewhat insulting. You're looking back on all the offers you've got, you're discussing it with your spouse saying, "In November he offered $750,000 for my home, then in December he offered 700,000, then February 600,000, March 500,000. This is really weird. Why does he keep offering me less money for my house? Nothing has changed. My house is the exact same." Now obviously you grab that offer for 500,000, you angrily throw it away in the trash. You're disgusted and annoyed by the offer, you're annoyed by your neighbor. But you're also thinking in the back of your head, why is he offering me less and less and less every couple of months? A lot less. He offered me $750,000 at one point. Now the offer is $500,000. And you're becoming slightly concerned in the back of your mind that maybe you should have accepted that first offer at $750,000. One month passes, just one month, and you find another note on your door from the same neighbor. This is May of 2022. And the offer this time is for $300,000. That's what he's offering for your home. And this time you're not angry, you're terrified. You talk to your spouse and you say, you know what, I see the trend here. We've gone from $750,000 and it was a huge mistake not to accept that offer. Every single subsequent offer has been less and less and less and it's rapidly declining. Next month is probably gonna be $200,000 or $100,000. We have to take this offer right now I know it was a mistake to not take it earlier, but it would be a bigger mistake not to take this offer right now. So you go to your neighbor and tell him, look, I don't want to be selling my home for $300,000. This is painful to do. I could have sold it for so much more, but because I think there's a good chance with the way things are going that it could go lower in value, I want to sell it right now. And I'm going to take that offer for $300,000. Now I know what you're thinking. When you're listening to this story, you're thinking the neighbor took advantage of these homeowners right? He kind of scared them into selling their home at an incredibly low price. But the neighbor didn't do anything wrong. All he did was give them bits. He gave them offers. These people could have rejected all of these offers and just stayed in their home. And from a third-party perspective, you're probably sitting here thinking, these people are dumb. Why would they sell their home for $300,000 if that's not an offer that they liked? And if they think that their home is worth more, why don't they just hang on to their home and sell it to another bidder that's willing to pay more in the future, right? If they think their home is worth more than $300,000, why would they sell it to this annoying neighbor for $300,000? Well, the reason why is because they're afraid in the future, he might offer them less money. That is the reason that they're selling. And even though when you're a third party, looking at a story like this from the perspective of homeownership, the truth is most of us have a big problem with this. If we think that the price might continue to go down for an asset we own, we get pressured into selling at prices we don't think they're worth, just like these homeowners. And our portfolios in the stock market We have a neighbor that's more annoying than this neighbor in the story because that neighbor only gave a bid once a month. But our neighbor in the stock market gives bids every single day. Every single day, he's coming to our door, leaving a note on the door and giving us an offer that's either higher or lower. And the worst thing that you can do is look at the neighbor's bids, go down more and more and more and feel pressured to selling because they might go further down in the future. Let me just give you an example. When I look at the bids that I'm getting for my companies, I don't currently like the bids that I'm getting. So I'm ignoring the neighbor giving me these bids. I'm getting offers to sell my Apple shares for 156. And I'm not gonna budge and give my shares to someone else for 156. If they want my Apple shares, they're gonna have to pay well over $200 a share. That's at the point that I consider accepting an offer. But as of right now, this is the pesky neighbor offering to buy my home for $300,000 when I know it's worth $700,000. We have Microsoft as another example. I'm getting offers for my shares of Microsoft for two seventy seven. dollars To me, that's a joke. I think that Microsoft should be worth in the range of three forty dollars to three eighty. dollars That's when I would start looking at possibly accepting bids for Microsoft. But in the range of below $300, i am not even going to look at them. I'm not even going to consider selling them. And I'm especially not going to consider selling Microsoft because my pesky neighbor might offer me a lower offer in the future. In the restaurant category, the neighbor right now is giving me very poor offers for these restaurants. He's offering me $77 for Starbucks. I think that Starbucks is worth $115. That's when I'd accept an offer from my neighbor. If he comes by and offers me 115, I would accept the offer today. That'd be a great offer. But at 77, I'm going to hold. And if he offers me less money next week or next month or over the next 6 months, I'm going to continue to hold because I have no reason to sell the company right now for fears of it maybe going lower. Right now my neighbor is offering me $78.41 for Texas Roadhouse. Right now I think this company's worth above $100 a share. So do I have any need to sell it right now? Of course not. I can just hold on to it, have the company grow over time, open up more locations, pay me dividends, create more free cash flow. And I'm definitely not going to sell this company for fear that next month the neighbor might offer me a lower price. And the same goes for Domino's and every other company in my portfolio. So that's the story this time. Don't be the dummy that sells your home for 300000 because you might get a lower offer next month. In some cases, the best decision is just to hang on to your home. That's all for this time. I'll see you in the next episode.